Good morning and good afternoon, depending on wherever you at the time this recording. This is episode 49 of the Restricted Zone podcast, and I'm with my fellow co-host today. Jamar, introduce yourself, man. What's up, Colin? Thanks for having me today. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Chris, introduce yourself, man. What's going on, everybody? Let's have a good episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Kendrick, introduce yourself, man, our special guest. How y'all doing today? You know, I'm back again, part two, part two. Part two, part two, absolutely, and it's going to be strictly football in this episode. We got a lot to talk about. You know, we're going to start off with the tension, you know, between Michael Thomas and, and New Orleans, Russell and Seattle. We're going to also talk about is whether or not it's Tony, Tony Romo a Hall of Famer, respectively, and also we're going to talk about which team had the most impressive offseason in our own opinion. Also, last but not least, we're going to make our personal picks to win each division. So, Obviously, we're going to start off with the tension between Michael Thomas and New Orleans, also between Russell and Seattle. I mean, so what's your thoughts about the budding tension between, you know, Michael Thomas? He's looking for a better contract. Uh, it doesn't seem like he'll be able to get it. Uh, you know, I'm going to swing it up to Chris. Just give me your thoughts on the tension between Michael Thomas and New Orleans. Well, I mean, I what I've realized of watching sports over the years, especially in especially just paying more attention to it, I'll say the past three years or so, a lot of stuff goes on behind closed doors that we don't know about. But a lot of stuff happens. And sometimes we can criticize a player, overreact to a player, basically expressing themselves a certain way. And they may get, and like I said, we criticize for it because we're not really sure why they're doing that. So we just assume that I thought if there's a good stance with the team, why you have issues and stuff. Then what I'm realizing now is like a lot of stuff goes on behind closed doors. Now, with the Michael Thomas situation, I don't exactly know what's going on, but I believe that somebody in the state's organization or people, high power people in the state's organization might feel this type of way about him, and that's why I'm not giving the contract he wants. Now, albeit, I don't think he deserves like a really big contract like what he's looking for, because he's a good receiver, don't get me wrong, but... He talk a lot of smack, think he all that when he really is. Not, but he's not bad. He's like he's still a Pro Bowl caliber receiver. But that just and it's going to show like even though he isn't all that like he says he is in my opinion, you should still pay him because he's your best receiver by far. And the fact that I give him mm-hmm. the contract is just showing me that something is going on inside the inside that inside headquarters, in the conference rooms, those meetings that they're not telling us about. And I, I honestly want to find out. Because I want to know if what Michael Thomas is saying is true or not. Right. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, Kendrick, I want to swing it to you. So there was also some reports that were that were brought up that Michael Thomas, he's not answering any of the calls from the organization, whether it be the assistant coach, the trainer, or Peyton himself. And that caused a lot of people to kind of turn against him because no matter what, some people may feel like you have to at least at least report to the head ups about the current situation to give them an update on what you know, what's to be done, whether it's him and what the organization wants from him in the future. What's your thoughts about that? Do you feel like he's in the wrong for, you know, just ignoring the higher-ups calls and trying to get some information on whether how he feels about the team? Uh, I don't believe he's wrong for that because, honestly, if you really want to look at uh, another example of what potentially has happened here is – Maybe Aaron Rodgers to extent, or Le'Veon Bell to extent. Like Le'Veon Bell sat out. Aaron Rodgers went to the media and said things that he said because you know, at the end of the day, we gotta stop looking at athletes as only athletes and entertainers. Like these are still people. You know, they want to be shown respect at the end of the day, the same way as we want to be shown respect as well. So therefore, if he feels like he's being disrespected, he's gonna speak out about it. Of course, you know the organization is gonna decline it because they have to keep that image and everything. But truly. He could be getting disrespected and he could feel that type of way. And if he feels like he deserves a lot of money, well, the Saints should give him that money because he has proven at his time being a Saint, he has played well until he got injured. However, they might be reconsidering only because was he is he really that good of a receiver? Or was it just because he had Drew Brees at a, as a quarterback and they are realizing that and they're like, hmm, maybe he isn't that actually talented or has that much you know superstar potential at the wide receiver position because we don't have our super a superstar quarterback anymore so in the end 
if they aren't showing him the respect, then he doesn't have to take their calls. And I agree with that as long as they are not showing him the respect. But if they're showing him the respect and he's just not taking the, their calls, then that's just we got to look at him. Okay, that's that's a pretty sound statement. I mean, I can't disagree with you. I'm gonna swing it to Mar. So Mar, I mean, do you co-sign with you know with Kendrick's statements? And also, do you feel like uh, there's a chance for them to you know come together and and work out a deal, you know, to keep him inside New Orleans? Or do you feel like it's just time for him to move on? Um, well, to be honest, when I was listening to Kendrick, I do remember Michael Thomas saying something like, um, they credit um. When, like whenever they said they were like having their disputes or whatever, and they put something in the media about Michael Thomas, I think he posted on his Instagram was like they um they put stuff out to the public to try to tarnish me, and I keep stuff to myself to uh protect this uh this organization. So with that, so with with him saying that, I mean, seeing that that's that's just a that's just a lot of him. That's just that, that's a lot to put on his shoulders and. That's showing what type of player he is and what's, what type of person he is. So we don't know exactly what was said. We don't know exactly what was happening. But when you got a player like that, it's just like, okay, so we see what type of attitude you have and we see what type of attitude you're going to carry on. So I don't know why they, I don't know why they would, you know, go ahead and do that to that man. But I do agree, like, with the whole contract thing. Like, I mean, he's probably not, well, I'm not going to say probably, he's not worth all the money he's asking for. But at the end of the day, he still is their best receiver. And at this point, I don't I don't think I don't think they can come together as one anymore after what Michael Thomas already put out there about them, you know, trying to uh tear his name down. And I I just think the relationship is broken, and that's why Michael Thomas needs to be traded to Green Bay. I <laughs> traded to Green Bay. Okay. So you that that's the so speaking on that before we switch over to Russell Wilson, what team? So Mark gave out his team a destination he liked for him to go. Chris and Kendrick, what team would you like to see Michael Thomas go to? Mars said the Packers. What, what are you guys feeling towards? I'm gonna swing it to Chris first. Go ahead, Chris. I don't know. He ain't going nowhere. So we gonna say the same. Right. No, I don't even know what team I want to put him on. To be honest with you, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, if anything, actually, I thought of one. You could put him in Miami. There you go. Or ah, Buffalo is better one. There you go. No, I got the team. He got to go no. to the Chargers. The Chargers. Okay. How come the Chargers? How come? I mean, listen, J- Justin Herbert's yeah. shown that he he can do a little something with some great receivers. You you put. He's like he can show what he can do, and then I feel like. Justin Herbert is like has a Josh Allen potential. Like he he's good, but if you put an even better receiver next to him, he could be great. You know what I'm saying? Josh Allen went from good, and then he got Stephon Diggs. That was a real key pickup for them, and he became a, a you know a top a top ten slash top five quarterback in the league. So like having key receivers really really um makes your makes the quarterback better as well. Having key weapons. Definitely. All right. You know what? I, I like that idea too. I like Chris's suggestion and Mars. I like all, all of it. So they all seem like good destination. But we're going to move on to the Seahawks. And obviously, the Seahawks have a strong, it's a lot of rift between the Seahawks and Russell Wilson. And it kind of stems from them not being able to sign or not trying to work with their left tackle, Dwan Brown. And even to the point where Russell Wilson said he'll, he doesn't mind, you know, you know, changing this contract that's suitable to, you know, his teammates to get better pay. So, obviously, it's been causing a real rift between the Seahawks and Russell Wilson, and I just don't know what direction they could go to. I mean, I want to swing it to Mars. So, where do you see the Seahawks and Russell Wilson if they aren't able to come on, like, better terms with giving him the best supported pieces he needs to compete? Well, I mean, didn't they say they was about to re-sign Jamal after they uh, do his contract over? So, I mean, like – they're working on his contract to surround him with other people, but I don't know if they surrounded him with the right people. Um, Russell Wilson, like Russell Wilson, is one of those guys you can forget about, but once you give him the right pieces, he's 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 like a Super Bowl contender easily. So, I mean, I feel like they're not giving him the right pieces, but I don't see him going anywhere. I don't see him leaving. Okay. So, Chris, so Mara, one thing I want to touch on what Mara says, that they're not surrounding him with the right pieces. Do you feel that's the same case, or do you feel they are doing an adequate job with surrounding him with the pieces? 
How many times does Russell Wilson scramble in every game he's played in? <laughs> and you mean wow. to tell me that through all that, his boy, his best mm. lineman, Dwayne Brown, is not on the team? I feel some type of way, too. Now, I grew Lamar. I don't see him going anywhere right now. But this goes back to what I was saying. Well, this goes back to like an Aaron Rodgers or Michael Thomas situation. It's just the organization is just not respecting their superstar players. And I'm not sure why. Yeah, they were trying to work on getting Jamal Adams, which is cool and all. And Russell Wilson does want Jamal Adams back. But he also needs a line. He's been begging for that for a couple of years now. So to not bring back his best offensive lineman would – that would put a – that would probably create some more tension between the front office and Russell Wilson because I feel like he would be some type of way. Because, like I said, not only is that his best lineman, they boys, they close. They're very close. Russell Wilson talked highly about him a lot. So if they miss that and don't bring him back, Russell Wilson, he's not going to be in Seattle for much longer. Okay. And you know what? And I, Kendrick, I want to swing it to you. So Chris said, you know, it could be a potential separation between Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Do you feel like that could be the case? And do you feel like they they can try to make the, make the contract situation work or at least try to surround it with better pieces if they are able to? Honestly, the Seahawks might be one of the dumbest organizations out there. Let, I'm going to be honest because it's like – I got. I want to hear this. I want to hear the explanation. Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, because it's it's like you have all you have basically everything except one key piece, and that's an offensive line for a superstar quarterback. But instead of getting a O line, you want to get every other piece around. Like yes, you can you can stack him with the best receivers. You can stack him with the best running backs, best tight ends. You can stack his defense up so he can be so he can feel comfortable when he's off the field that his defense is going to get him a stop. But at the but you got to look at it, it's like okay, he has all that, but he got no line to protect him. So what what is he going to do? He he can't scramble every single play. Like at a certain point that's getting ridiculous. Like he has to scramble every single play. So I feel like the Seahawks are just missing such a the most logical position on the field to to make sure that it's secure is your old line for your quarterback so he can make the plays and if you're not doing that then why should he stay like yeah he can try he can wait it out another year he can take a con he can you know he can get money back off his contract like you're reconstructing my contract so other so so we can get an old line but if they're not going to do that and they're going to reconstruct him like you know Resign a safety, resign a receiver, and not resign an old lineman. It's like it's no point. Like everybody's wasting their time because the receivers won't be able to look good, the running backs won't be able to look good, the tight ends won't be able to look good because they they can't get the ball because their QB has to be running around throwing checkdowns all the time. And it's just you know they're not doing the job. They're not the organization is not doing their job of putting at of, of supplying what the quarterback needs, and he needs an old line, and you're not doing that. So therefore. They're one of the dumbest organizations going on at this very moment because it's a simple <laughs> fix, but they're trying to do everything else but the simple fix. Okay, I mean, I mean that that was some that was some great points. I mean, Chris, do you have anything to add on to that, or you feel like you, you feel the same way? Uh, the only thing I, I wouldn't call them one of the dumbest organizations in the league, but I mean, his explanation or everything you said was true. I mean. They are they they are being stupid right now. I'm gonna call them one of the dumbest in the league, though. I don't go that far. No, as I was speaking in a sense of right now, though, like is like in uh, right now, like the past few years, in the like the past hmm. few years where Russ has been asking for it online, that's where I'm and like they haven't given him that. That's why I'm calling them one of the dumbest organization league as of right and right now, not at, and not okay. as a whole, but in that okay. span. All right, well, just now I can't disagree with him. I did listen. I'm on the same boat. So we're going to move it on. We're going to transition it to the next topic, even though it's a preseason underway. We're going to take it back to the offseason. So I want to ask you guys, and I'm sure you guys are going to get some great answers and great thoughts towards it. Which team had the most impressive offseason to you coming in to this NFL season? So I want to swing it to Kendrick first. Go ahead, Kendrick. Which team, in your opinion, had the most impressive offseason? Oh man! What is there to be the NFL draft, the free agent signings? The you know, to go ahead. That's a tough one. Um, one team that I said was really surprising was the uh the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by getting all the all the 
they uh, yeah they, they got all twenty two starters to re-sign back who was on like one year deals and stuff. So I was like, I felt like that was actually very impressive. Like they all they got that whole team back together. Um, what was the other team? The other team, another team that you ever run up. Hmm. Yeah, do you ever run up? You was about to say your runner up. Go ahead. Yeah, I was about to say runner up. I would say. I would say the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals was uh, another good team. They had a good offseason. Got picked up some great pieces. Like, they got J.J. Watt. Uh, they got A.J. Green. Finally, he got he finally got out of Cincinnati. Right. So, uh, okay. So, I feel, like, I feel like the Cardinals are really, you know, they're on the up and up. Kyler's coming into, what, his third year now? Fourth year? Third year? Yeah, I believe I believe his third year. His third I year? I feel like. I feel like he's really going to shine this year. I feel like this is a season that he's really going to go off, and they might they might do a little something in the playoffs. I don't know if they going. I don't know how deep they go, but I say they might do. They might they might make a little noise in the playoffs. I will say that. All right, that sounds sound. I I, I like your analysis. So, Mar, in your opinion, what team had the biggest offseason, Whether it be in terms of the draft, the signings, trades, and et cetera, just just give me your thoughts. Who's your team for who wins the most? You know the most impressive all season. Who's your runner or runner up following that? Listen, main man did it again, man. Bill, listen, man. Bill Belichick, is a crafty individual. Man. He's a crafty individual. Crafty. He really is. That's your word. Yeah, he's crafty. I mean, he let that he let last season slide by. He let Cam Rock out do his thing, and then he just waited for this off season. What he grabbed like two tight ends, grabbed the defense, and it was just like. Sheesh. Okay, but I mean, that's how you want to rock out. And then they still, then they still drafted a quarterback. So it's just like I don't really see where they lacking right now. I mean, so mm. if they keep the front that's Gilmore, interesting. That's I, interesting because that's gonna tie into their prediction. I, I see them. I see them making the playoffs. Like from for after what they did last year, I think they could make the playoffs this year. If everybody. Uh, I think somebody already got hurt, but I think if everybody else is healthy, I think I think they will make the playoffs for real. For real. Okay, so who's your runner up? If you had to say, you know, the second place. Second place, um, us. That's how I feel. I feel, yeah, you know. I like I like yeah. our draft pick. I like our draft pick. I like the linebacker we signed. I like the Kenny Gallo they signed and. I yeah, feel like, I feel like we turned our team around, and nobody, nobody don't know yet. No, I think that was a smart, and you know, what I mean, it, it it was expensive, kind of, not too much, but it was a gamble too. But I feel like he could definitely fit in with your system, and definitely, you know, have some have some great success. So, can't wait to see the Giants, even though we'll be number one in the division, but it's okay. But sure, uh, you're in the wrong division for people to notice. That's the problem. It's too open. Ah. Chris, I want to swing it to you. Hey, oh, all right, sorry, so slow down, sir. All right, Chris. So, you know, what team in your opinion had the wait, most impressive all season? Who is? Oh, I know. I listen. I no, no. Listen, I got you. I'm just letting you take the table. The floor is yours. What's the most impressive team in your opinion who had the most impressive all season? And who's your runner up to? Uh, so I agree with Mar. I think the. Well, I agree with both uh, Mar and Kendrick. Cause I, they're tied for first. I think both the Patriots and the Buccaneers had the best all season so far because Tampa Bay, once you've ever heard of bringing back all the stars from the Super Bowl game, are all very good contracts, one year deals. So they could they could repeat again. But because of what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did, Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft finally decided, you know what? We got to spend some money now. And they got a team. They have a squad now. And they going and they going to be a problem. Especially if Cam, if Cam and Mac Jones can really can solidify that quarterback position, the Patriots are really going to be a problem. And I don't think many people see that because many people are high on Cam. But even with that being said, they, like I said, they still got Mac Jones, and he he is nice. He's not he's not going to be that guy, but he's going to be a Pro Bowler a couple times, I think. But since never said that, the team I'm going to pick is the Los Angeles Rams because I feel like. Magic Stat was finally back on a good team. And kind of like what Aaron Rodgers would say, yes. playing Magic Stafford a lot. He's one of the best players that does not get talked about. But like, you talk about how Josh Allen went, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes do all these crazy things with their arms. Magic Stafford's doing the same thing. We just didn't see it as a 
as much because the Lions are always bad. They had maybe two good years where they made the playoffs while we were alive. So we never really got to see it. And I'm, I'm happy that he's actually in a position where he's never had a defense like this behind him. He's never had a – well, let me rephrase that. He's never had a defense that was both good in the past and in the run like this team is. He had one good defensive team throughout his whole tenure in, in Detroit. Only one. And we all saw that one. They should have beat the Cowboys, but we saw that one. He has some receivers. He's got a running back. He's got a nice line. At this point, I think they're going to be the dark horse to win the whole thing. So I feel Ooh. I really feel like that. Yeah, they're a dark horse. I think so. I got the winning okay. division. Okay. Right. Oh yeah, we'll definitely dive into that when we get to those uh, to that topic. But okay, keep going. That was it. Oh, that was it. Well, I mean, listen, I, I can't wait to get into that topic because you guys made some great predictions. So I definitely want to uh, transition from that. But before we get into that, it's going to be a real debate right here. I want to see who's riding on who. So Tony Romo, is he a Hall of Famer? So, you know, I mean, sure if, you're looking at, sure <laughs> if you're looking at <laughs> if you're looking at the stats, people will make that argument. But then you look at the availability you know, lack of playoff success, which is really the key factor to anything to make any type of judgment for a player being the Hall of Fame. You know, it just kind of hurts them. So, I mean, I want to go to Mar. Mar was so easy. He just jumped up before I even said anything. Go ahead, Mar. So, you say it sure isn't. And, you know, go ahead and give your explanation why. Well, I mean, I mean, if you want to look at the other quarterbacks that made it, and you can say they have worse numbers than him. But like, but like you also said, you know, no playoff. Like the man hasn't played in the championship game, a single one, a single like that's NFL championship game. And even if people want to bring up the the Des Bryant catch, they were still losing that game. So I mean, they could have. It's not like a guarantee they would have beat the Packers. They they were still losing. So that and that's a whole another story. So it's just like then when you look at his stats, it's like okay, the other QBs that made it that have rings. Tony Romo's stats are better, but just because Tony's stats are better, that's not saying much because his stats ain't really that good either. So it's just like, why should he get in at this point? Why should he get in at this point? Okay. Ooh, I mean, Kendrick, are you are you co-signing the same sentiment or you feel a little bit differently? What's your thoughts on that? Man, I never thought Tony Romo was a good quarterback. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I never wow. thought he was really good. I think that's the <laughs> That comes from a personal problem of being an Eagles fan. I will say that. But, <laughs> but I'm gonna be honest, like you look at his stats. I mean, okay, he a four-time Pro Bowler. You know, he 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 was he was doing good that every every time Wait, he was a Pro safe? Bowler, team, that's it. <laughs> bro, I'm, that's I, I, I had to look it up before. Bro, I'm listen, listen, wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna give you a little bit more because I looked it up too, oh, just to God. make sure I, I didn't want to come in wrong or anything. <laughs> man, man got four Pro Bowl appearances. Oh my nope. Lord. Yeah, I didn't no first, no first team All Pros. No first team All Pros, and the only every time he made the playoffs is the time he made it, he went to the uh, Pro Bowl. Every I'm time done. he went to the Pro Bowl, his team wow. did go to the playoffs. I will Dude. say that. I, but, I just, you know, Kendrick. I just, you know, I'm, wait, go ahead. But, you look at the stats, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you can see it, you know, you can see a little bit, but that's not enough for me. That's really not enough for me. Four playoff appearances and your playoff record is two and four. Come on, you you got to you you're under 500 in the play. Don't have I don't think he's ever been to a conference championship or has he even been to a semifinal championship? Probably not. Oh my. So Nah, I he mean, probably nah, he has. He definitely he probably has. He probably has. Wow. But even Strong, so, okay. Even so, it's just like he didn't do he didn't do anything. Like, okay, you got good numbers, but you don't have great numbers where it's like, oh, it's not like uh Calvin Johnson, you know, and Enson, they're two different positions, but you look at Calvin Johnson, he got numbers. He did he he put up numbers. He was doing his best as he could during his time. So he could, he deserved it because he got numbers and he got numbers to back it up. Even when even when he was on bad teams, he still did it. He was trying his best. But you look at Tony Romo; he had good teams. He still couldn't do anything. He played well, well okay, and so far. So I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I think he's just a good player in the NFL and a great and just, a great and a great announcer and a great announcer. I will say that. <laughs> I guess he is a great announcer. 
Chris, uh, before I swing it to you, some people are saying he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Definitely not. But, he'll, you know, he'll eventually become a Hall of Famer. Some people feel like that's absolutely ridiculous. The Hall of Fame would be a complete absurd joke if he even makes it. And just him being mentioned as a Hall of Fame is just a complete disrespect. I mean, just give me your thoughts on that, Chris. Do you feel the same way as some of these individuals who feel the same way? Because I, I, I now really just call now just be disrespectful if he gets in the Hall of Fame. How is that disrespectful? Strong right, comments, man. Wait a second. It's a difference between criticizing the man and just disrespecting the man. But with that being said, I just look at sports as a whole. And it, all in, in every sport, I'm pretty sure there's some questionable people that are in the Hall of Fame. Now, can't take them all right with, every, with everything they say. Tony Romo did not do a lot during his career. He had a, a average to above average career. A couple of Pro Bowls, made a second, th- made second team all pro, a couple of playoff appearances. Exactly. Did he do anything in the playoffs? Absolutely not. His numbers, like Mark said, aren't that well. They're really not. But you compare him to the other Cowboys who won Super Bowls, they're better than this. And I understand that they had better teams or so, but, I mean, that's still saying something. Because the Cowboys always been a run-first team. Always. Always a run-first franchise. So the fact that he was able to put up better numbers than Super Bowl quarterbacks in a run-first system, I find is pretty mm-hmm. impressive. I find that pretty impressive. He didn't yeah, win so though. Right. So what's the point? You're, you're impressed with, with, with a good regular season? Are we? Are we? Yeah, we gotta get. We, we giving our participation trophies because they had good regular seasons. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead, Chris. What are you about to say? For? I want to hear. He's about to say something. You said ahead, a run Mark. first. Said a run first team. Are you talking about when Terrell Owens was was currently on the roster? Oh my. Were they not? You can have. They were still. They were still run first. Yeah, but but my thing is, you can have a run first option with a top five receiver. You gonna still put up the numbers? Mm. He's still a, he was still a, it's not like he had averages. He still had Terrell Owens. He still had a top five receiver with a run first offense. I mean, I mean, like it goes hand in hand. You run the ball a little bit, they get used to the run. Do you throw it to Terrell Owens? That's not a pre- okay. Oh. No, but I'm just saying though, it opens it up more, like. And right, but that's still not impressive, though. And then you have a—he's a top five receiver. So, so, so you felt like him having the top five receiver kind of takes away some of his shine. Like, it's do you feel like that that's impressive? It's not that impressive. He made Miles Austin a Pro Bowler. He made Miles Austin a Pro Bowler. When he left down, we didn't hear not. about him again. He made Miles Austin. <laughs> uh, wait, Mar, you said something. I I'm not saying his first ballot, but I wouldn't be surprised if he got in there. I feel like Tony Romo will get in there, but he's not first ballot though. That, so y'all tell me we gotta give him a so we gotta make he gonna get voted in as a Hall of Famer for participation because he had a couple of years. Su- you shouldn't be surprised. We've seen it in other sports. Why wouldn't we see it here? Because uh, well, is this the other sport or are we talking about football player? We're talking <laughs> about sports player. No, I'm pretty sure today. This this episode's topic is NFL based, so I'm pretty sure we're talking NFL only. You're absolutely right. If Terminal gets the Hall of Fame, you can't say nothing. I, again, I ain't saying it's gonna be a first ballot, but I won't be surprised um, if I saw his name on that list. And you got wait, to I'm surprised. I'd be disgusted. <laughs> yeah, I'd be disgusted too. I'm not even gonna lie, because like I said, <laughs> wow, like, I, I just don't see it. I just don't see any reason for him to be in there. You just know not one good selling point we've for seen, him to go. We've seen questionable thing. people make it. Wow. Why, okay. won't, why won't we see it again? Yeah, Wait, but Chris. I'm not okay, but just because we've seen other people make it is I will give you the same reasons why I think they shouldn't make it. So it doesn't matter if other bad people got in. My thing is I don't agree he should be in. Even if other okay. people do get in, I'm still gonna say he shouldn't, in my opinion, he shouldn't be in. And them other people, I'll argue them too. Chris, 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 name name me a couple people in the NFL who didn't deserve the Hall of Fame. Who did it? Oh my. It's a good one. Mm. I can't. I can't think of names right now. I gotta think real quick. All right. Well. 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 But Chris, I want to swing it back to you. So you said you was bringing up how Tony Romo and you know inside inside of the Cal the Cowboy system while he was playing. 
it, you know, it wasn't really tailored for him, but he still was able to succeed and put up the crazy stats as he was. So you was going on about that. What more, what selling points that you feel like, you know, for Tony Romo that, you know, could make a case for him to become all of famer? You was making some points. That was your first point. I mean, I mean, the fact that he's in a big story franchise like he is, and even though I know the Cowboys are very dysfunctional and stuff, they're still one of the greatest fran- I don't mean greatest in terms of winning. That's not what I mean. I mean in terms of marketing and stuff. That's what I mean when I say greatest. They're one of the greatest franchises in the in the world right now. And he was doing good for one of the greatest franchises in the world right now for marketing purposes and everything. So, again, a lot of people talk about the Cowboys everywhere. A lot of people like the Cowboys everywhere. They have a lot of haters. They have a lot of fans, too. So, sometimes, their fans cannot wear the haters. Okay. Well, so it's like a popularity So it's... Oh man! Wow. Okay. Hold on. Hold on, Colin. Chris, did you really just say because he was on a good marketing football team, he 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 deserve, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? I just want to make sure that that's what you. I didn't say he deserve. What did I say he deserved to be in the Hall of Fame? I never said he deserved to be. I said I wouldn't be su- surprised if he made it. That's what I said. But what? Well, well, ultimately, right, Chris, so you you... Be... wait. Go ahead, Kendra. Go ahead. So you tell me you wouldn't be surprised since he was on a good marketing team since 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 the job that he doesn't do the people who's in charge of did a good job he deserves oh well you know you did good when we were doing good too so you know what just for that we'll let you get a jack you throwing this deserve one in like I used it you throwing this deserve one in like <laughs> I used it when I say he deserved it so what are you telling so, me? Mm. You telling me that he you you won't be surprised to get in the Hall of Fame because the, the other people were doing a good job. Am I correct? I, no, I would tell you I wouldn't be surprised if he's in the Hall of Fame because even though he has questionable stats, I see other players with questionable stats still making. And since you, you want ain't to bring up a name, nobody when I ask you who has questionable stats. You haven't said nobody. There you go. I was about to bring up John Namath. What did he do besides win one championship? One. Oh. So, mm. What did I mean, he do? He won a championship. Tony that's more than one. Tony Romo's stats are better than his. But listen, his staff is good enough to win a championship. I mean, hey, one to zero. That's that that's real heavy. That's real heavy. Oh, bro. wait, Kendrick. Wait, 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 he's going back to rings. Back to rings. Wait, you, you, what do you so, mean? Wait, Championships so you... always define people. Playoff success well, always define people. Yes, yes, to assert, yes, but man, I don't mm, I don't yeah. Listen, oh, if he man. put has better numbers than quarterbacks already Hall of Fame, why can't he make it? I'm not saying he deserves to be in there. But he because he was a regular season player. That is why. So was Andre Johnson. He's still going to be first ballot. He's still going to make it. What's your point? What did the coaches do when he was there? Nothing. I mean, I mean, but listen, 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 listen. You said regular season player. You just said he's a regular season player. Regular season players are in the Hall of Fame. Tommy Johnson just made it. Whoa, 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 let me finish, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish, you got it, 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 I'm saying regular season player only because the Lions didn't win with him, not saying it was his fault, and not saying he put up monster numbers, he's one of the greatest ever doing, but if we're talking about regular season players and no playoff success, I just gave you two other Hall of Famers that were regular season players technically. And again, no. he's did, he has better stats than Super Bowl winning quarterback who won MVP, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Don't even the MVP of the Super Bowl. He did nothing, nothing. I mean, he, he did enough to win the MVP Super Bowl. That's so that so, is. So huh? let me ask you. So, so let me ask but, you. Hold on, so, wait, hold on, Kenji. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. No, I, I the question for Kenji. So let me ask you this: Should Joe Flacco make it? I'm sorry. Wow. Who? <laughs> Joe Flacco make it. Joe Flacco? Yeah. <laughs> Joe Flacco. Oh that, man. Listen, that is a good well, question. Um that is, I just, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't I feel like I feel like Joe Flacco was a better quarterback than uh Tony Romo. So Mar, you think Joe Flacco should make it? Um, from what I remember Joe Flacco doing, I'm gonna say yeah. But if I look into him, I'm gonna like I'm gonna have to look into him. That's my thing. Cause before I said the thing about Tony, I actually looked into him. So, but I already knew what type of player Tony was, and then I also looked into him, and it was like, 
I'm not surprised. So I got to look into Joe Flacco, but I don't, I don't think Joe Flacco numbers are going to amaze me. But Joe Flacco did have a run where he was beating Peyton Manning and Tom Brady to get right. to, where, to get to his Super Bowl. So, I mean, like, it's, I, I got to check deeper into it. But Joe Flacco has beaten, has run through some names to get to get to get to his championship, at least. Right. He, he beat some right. clients. Fair, fair, fair points. Fair points. All I'm saying is, if Tony Rumble has is doing, I'm not saying he has better numbers than Joe Flacco because he doesn't. I already know that for sure. I know that. But again, I'm just saying if we already know that he has better numbers than Super Bowl winning quarterbacks who went on to win MVPs from the teams of Super Bowl games, and he and he has better stats than them. I mean, you can still put it in some consideration. Not saying he's going to make it. Not saying he deserves to make it. But I'm saying some considerations should still get put into his name. Uh, I just can't. I mean, like we like Tony messes his own self up. I think I think he blocks his own way of getting in it because of, like the late game situation and all the stuff he's done. Like, like if they were losing and it wasn't really always on him. Not saying it's always on him, but like he was throwing some questionable stuff, and it was just like, come on, bro. So I mean, like, and then on top of that, stats don't win you games. So he might have numbers. But the man never played in a championship game at the end of the day. So you put up all them numbers and you ain't do nothing for me. Okay. I mean, Chris, you, you want to add anything else before we switch over to, to the final topic? I'm cool. All right. So basically, I think it's a unanimous decision, even though Tony Romo will get into the Hall of Fame. He's not a first ballot Hall of Fame. See, so I didn't say that now. See, I didn't say he will get it. I said he could. He just said, no, oh. he's going to get Yeah, I know. No, I'm not going to go back and forth with him because we just had our back and forth. So I'm not paying attention to him. He's going <laughs> to, he listen, he's going to get in there, but just not, you know, for various reasons. So we're going to go to the last topic. We're going to make our own personal picks on who's going to come out out of each each division inside the NFL. So this is, this ought to be really good. I can't wait. Wait, Colin, can I ask you a quick question? Before you yes, switch. sir. It's a simple yes or no. We don't even have to get into it. If Tony Romo is yes, getting in, is Eli Manning first ballot? Yeah, he is, he is first ballot. Eli Manning is first ballot. Okay. All right, continue. Okay. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he beat he beat Tom Brady. Like, that. that's just something you just don't. Oh, so did it oh, What's your point? My boy Nicole's <laughs> first ballot, no cap, bro. My boy Nicole's that, first ballot, right there. All right, wait. No, listen, listen. We'll have this. We'll, uh, we'll do this later. All right, but we're gonna go into the last topic uh, uh, of, of the episode. We're gonna go make our personal picks to come out and win the division, and who will be the worst team inside the respective division. So we're gonna start with the AFC East. You know, I want to start off with Kendrick first. Who do you have, uh, you know, being the, the top pick, the top winner of the division? Who do you think is going to be at the bottom? Uh, Okay. First place, I'm going to say the Buffalo Bills. You know, Josh Allen going to come back with some vengeance. Yeah. I mean, you see what he did last year? He, gonna come, he just got a big contract, so he's going to be like, last year and this year and the following years, I'm going to prove why I deserved all that money. So as long as he as long as he can stay healthy mm. and keep a, and keep a healthy receiving core around him, oh he's going he's he's going to tear it up. I'm gonna be honest, he's going to be a good quarterback. Now who's going to be the okay. who's going to be last? Right. Who do you think? Division? He's going to be last in the division. Ah, see that's see that's real tough because I'm not going to count the Patriots out and be like they're going to be last, and I'm not going to count the Dolphins out because I feel like you know Tua coming into his own. So you know who to count out. Mm. But see, I feel like the Jets might do a little something. I feel like oh, the Jets. Oh no, you did it! I want to hear this. Up. I want to hear it first. I want to hear it first. Go ahead. I want to hear it. I, I wasn't saying they was gonna get second. I was saying they, they could finesse and get third place. But then that leaves up fourth. But I don't know. So I just feel like in a toss up. If I would say who had to be last, I'm going to say the Jets. But it's, I feel like it's gonna be a toss up between Miami and the Jets. Okay. All right. I mean, okay. I mean. Listen, Chris, the A the AFC East, who do you have been the, the division leader and who do you have been at the bottom? I ain't gonna lie, I might go with the Patriots as the division leaders. I'm it's gonna be a close race, okay. I think, between them and the Bills. Like I th- I really think that 
the games against each other and the, the division is going to really mean some this year, and that's going to be the deciding factor, especially when they play each other. So, I'm, I, but I am going to go New England. I'm going to give the edge to New England just because of just how stacked their defense looks, and like I said, they're bringing players back. And even if they lost Stephon Gilmore, which would be a big blow, they'll still have a good defense. Just have a really good defense. So I'm gonna go with New England because of that. And they, it's gonna be a lot of low scoring games for them, but they might win. After that, it's gonna be Buffalo for me because, like I said, whoever doesn't, whoever doesn't win between those two teams in the division is gonna be second, obviously. I mean, Josh Allen's right. got to prove himself, no doubt. I think he will, but I just think New England's gonna be a better team. Um, third, obviously Miami. I think they got. I think they had a great offseason just adding. Adding more wide receiver weapons for Tua, so Tua really has no excuse this year. Well, never mind. I can't say that because his line's still a little suspect. But Tua needs to show some improvement at least because he didn't he didn't really impress anybody last year. And there were a couple of games we got we had to sit out, so he needs to he needs to at least show some type of progression. So he can't mess it up. And I and the Jets just just I have faith in Robert Sala, but it's just the Jets, and uh, they might they might get a win or two if they're lucky. If they're lucky. Okay, if they're lucky. All right, Mar, I'm going to swing it to you. The AFC East, who's your division leader, and who do you have at the bottom? I'm going to go with the Bills and the Jets. All right, Bills and Jets. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So we, we move on to the AFC North. Who do you have as the division leader, and who do you have at the bottom of them? I'm going to start with Chris first. Who's your top pick? Who do you have? I can't believe I'm saying. Oh no! Well, never mind. I'm about to say. This. Actually, yeah, I can't believe I'm actually saying. This. I'm gonna go with Steelers as the number one. Team again. I am, and mm. I just and, I, and the reason I'm going with them is just because it's something. I mean, I like the Browns, and they're going to be competitive no matter what. I got them second, actually. I got them second, but it's just something about them that I feel like when they're gonna when they play the Steelers, they just don't play like the Browns. They don't play like how they're supposed Chris, to play against other on, teams. Chris, I actually want to touch on it before we dive in a little more. So, how high are you on the on the Browns? Like, ex, like, what's your expectation for the Browns? Because you know they got such a you know a talented team. Like, what what's your expectation for the Browns? Uh, they got to make the division round or conference championship game. At least okay. the division All round. Right. So you, okay. you got to. I got you. Gotcha. All right, go ahead. Continue. So, like I said, so the Browns will be second for me. Third, I'm going with Baltimore because they still didn't give Lamar Jackson a receiver, a, a quality number mm. one receiver. So he's just going to be running everywhere. And then if he's not open, he's just going to be throwing bombs to Hollywood Browns. Not saying it won't work, but again, no receivers and they lost their best lineman. They just traded him because they couldn't get because they couldn't give him the money he wanted. And and last. Bank, it's just the Bengals. It's, it's just the Bengals. Okay. Okay. So, Mar, I'm going to swing it to you. Who do you have inside the ASC North? Has a top division leader, and who do you have at the bottom? The uh, Browns, number one. And then gotcha. at and, uh, the bottom, the Bengals. Oh, the Bengals at the bottom. Okay. All right. So Kendrick, top divisional leader, who's your bottom? I'm gonna say Browns as well, mm. and then I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the oh no the Bengals at the bottom. I'm gonna take the Ravens second though. I feel like they're gonna be a wild card team, and then the Steelers third. Ah. They just they're gonna fall off. I'm gonna say this okay. might be this might be All Big right. Ben's last year too. I hope it is. You feel, yeah, I, I think it's time for them to hang it up. All right, so we're going to move on to the ASC South. Now, this is going to be a pretty good one. Carson wins in the Colts. I want to see where you guys had them going. I'm going to swing it off to uh, Kendrick first. Where do you see who is the top division leader in the ASC South and who do you have at the bottom? Uh, Titans. I got Titans number one. I mean, until until we until really the NFL can figure out a way to stop Derrick Henry, and and they just got Julio too with uh AJ Brown. Come on, that it's getting it's getting it's getting a little ridiculous over in Tennessee. I mean, if only they had a a, a better quarterback, I would I would have them as Super Bowl favorites. That's the if only, only thing. They, if only they kept their tight ends. 
That's <laughs> true. True, true. Uh, and then last, I'm going to go with the Texans. Mm. All right, Texans mm-hmm. last, okay. And, oh, my boy, Trevor Lawrence is about to come in and start slinging that thing, bro. What are you talking about? He's about to come in slinging that thing on the Jaguars. Excuse me, Yo, sir. <laughs> You're excused. Uh, but uh, Colts second, you know, my man Carson Wentz is going to show why the Eagles shouldn't have traded him, but that's a whole nother topic, whole nother day. Whoa. Whole nother time. Okay. Uh, so the Colts second, and then the Jaguars third. Okay. All right. Okay. So, Mar, I want to swing it to you, Mar. Who do you have uh, at the at the AFC South, at the top divisional leader? Who do you have at the bottom? Um... I got that's that that's the Titans, right? I believe it is. Yeah, I got yeah. the Titans. I got the Titans number one, and oh. then fourth. Well, I mean, Carson went down, but it's not like they were gonna do anything with him. But oh, man, probably the probably the Texans. Probably the Texans. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So Chris, the AFC South divisional leader. Oh, Tennessee at the bottom. Tennessee is the divisional leader. All right. I mean, the only thing that the Colts got going for them is they got a better defense. But you know what I mean, Carson, Carson Wentz got a lot to prove this year. So until I see it, uh, ain't I, Carson I'm hurt? Yeah, he is, he is, is, they say no. he might come back for Week One, though. He is hurt right now. Though. Yo, him and Quinn Nelson come yeah. back Week One. What you talking oh, no, about? No, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I had to get that update. I didn't see that anywhere. That didn't uh, no, no, no. They said they said um they're taking their time with him, but Quint, um Quentin Nelson and Carson Wentz both got this like basically identical foot injuries, and they like both on track. To be starting to be ready for week one. Hey man, I feel like the Colts don't need to push it because I feel like we rushed them back and that's what caused a lot of the. So well, you I know that's the discussion. For the no, he just stunk it up. <laughs> man, come All on, right. I ain't trying to get wait, in. Wait, wait, we will we, we'll do that. We'll do that. All right. So we're gonna move on to the AFC West. All right, man. I'm gonna start with Chris on this one. I want to see who Chris Rock with. Who do you have as the division leader? Who do you have at the bottom of that, sir? Jason yeah. BS and I'm leaving. <laughs> why, why? Why would I? Why? Listen, I'm not. I'm not delusional like some Eagles fans are. I know when to be real. <laughs> we, 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 like, like, no, like I said, I'm not delusional partner. like some like some Eagles Slow fans down. are. So anyway, before I was so really interrupted. The Chiefs are obviously going to be the Chiefs are obviously going to be the first seed, obviously. Okay. And then after that, it's a toss up. Uh-huh. And that is basically a toss up for the rest of the season because every team has. Uh-huh. Yes, it's a toss up, idiot. Whoa! 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 Whoa. Language, sir. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so we're just hurting people's feelings because what? your Raiders are bad. Oh, do you need a hug, Chris? <laughs> what that got to do with anything? I said a toss up for the rest of the for the rest of the season. How about the predict it? The emotion and emphasis on that. Okay, sir. I apologize. Continue. He's always talking. Let me finish. Hey, that's all I want. I apologize, so any, Mr. Chris. So anyway, anyway, in second, I'm going to go with us. Only because, only because I do not trust the Chargers defense. No matter how good Justin Herbert and the offense is, they give up leads. And I don't think just mm-hmm. hiring a new coach is going to change that because he's still an offensive-minded coach. So offense, they're going to be great. Their defense – it, they, I don't trust it. Even with Joey Bosa. Plus, they lost Melvin Ingram and Casey Hayward Jr. So, they lost some pretty good pieces. Luckily, they got done with James Ben. So, like I said, Chargers are going to be third. And then the Broncos, even though they got some nice pieces, they got two really nice receivers that I wish we had one of at least. I wish we did. They still got Drew Lock as their quarterback. And if you put in Teddy Bridgewater, what is he going to do? He's going to be he gonna sustain. He'll be okay. But what are they going to do at the end? So, I, I, again, second, I got us only because I see bigger holes in those other teams than the our team. Not saying we go, not saying we're gonna do good. Hopefully, we make a wild card. I don't know. Maybe we probably won't, but I'm open for that. So there. All right, Kendrick, I want to swing it to you, AFC West divisional leader. Who's your bottom? Talk to me. I'm gonna go with the bottom. I'm gonna go with the bottom first. Talk to me. Oh, take a deep breath. I'm going to have to go with the uh, – see, I want to say the Raiders just, you know, just to mess with Chris, but I'm going I'm to I'm be honest. I'm going to be honest. You know, I got the Broncos being last. I ain't trying to mess with y'all. Like, it's time to start stuff. 
But uh, the Broncos last. The Chiefs is obviously first. I mean, the only way the Chiefs not first is Patrick Holmes not there. Patrick Holmes still there. That's like, that's like Tom Brady. That's like when Tom Brady was in the AFC East. It's just until until one of the teams actually start picking up, it's just gonna be the Chiefs all the way. But second, I'm gonna give the Chargers. Even though yeah, they're missing a couple key people on defense, they did get Derwin James back, and I feel like that was. That's something that's going to be very a, a valuable asset in that on that defensive side, you know, for the secondary, you know. So I feel like I feel like they'll be second and the Raiders third. Mm, okay. At the okay, end of the day, okay, so at the end of the day, I can brag that we're the only team to beat the Chiefs last year. I mean, I mean, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Chiefs. Well, mm. all right, fine. We don't beat the Chiefs in regular season. Mm. All right, Magic Mark. The spotlight is on you. <laughs> AFC West, who's your divisional leader? <laughs> who's at the bottom? <laughs> we just, I'm going to just keep looking, man. I ain't got no beef for nobody, and I ain't looking for no beef. Chiefs number one, Broncos and Broncos and last. That's so all I'm going to keep it at. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So we're going to go transition to the NFC East. I think everyone should have a unanimous number one divisional leader. Honestly, if it's somebody else, you just you – know, I don't know who you're fooling at this point. I want to start with my good man, Mar. I want to swing it back to you, I want to start with you. Oh, man. Kendrick, 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 remember I said delusional. Remember that word. Listen, listen. All right. I'm keeping that same energy, too. Uh, I, the Eagles are number one. one. The Eagles yep. are number one. I mean, I don't <laughs> – like, yep. come on now. Yep, he's delusional. Yep, he's delusional. Number one boy. Yeah. And it's out of the NFC. The like, where else? Didn't you win four games last season? <laughs> Bro, you was negative. Was... You was under five hundred too. Don't don't even worry. We won more than y'all. We won. You were still under five hundred, bro. We had a chance you won more games. You still was under five hundred. We had a chance. <laughs> y'all never had. Wait. A all right, no. Hold on, hold on. Wait, no. All right, listen. All right, listen. We gotta get back with Todd in this did, episode. Our best yep. player was her. We did better than y'all. Remember that. Remember that. And, 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 and I applaud you, but listen, Mar, I'm gonna swing it to you. Who's your who's your, who's your divisional leader and who's your bottom? Yeah, so the rest of the teams. No, it we run on a, a tight schedule right now. I'm trying to get this going. Giants number one, uh, Eagles Eagles last place. Excuse me. All right, no, we'll do this off air. Uh, Chris, who who is your divisional leader? Who's at the bottom? Can't believe I say this, and I believe it's actually no. Nah, I changed it. I changed the last second. I'm going with the Washington football team. Repeat. Because <laughs> defense. I'm going with the football team. I was about to say Cowboys, but I can't. I don't trust the Cowboys at all. I can't. I can't. They might. They gonna okay. finish third. I came up saying this. The Giants gonna finish second. The Giants gonna finish second. I can't believe I'm saying this. But them getting Kenny, Kenny Galladay, there's no reason Dan Jones to mess this up now. No reason whatsoever. Mm. He has weapons everywhere. True. And Eagles. I mean. I hope Jalen Hurts does well. That's all I can say. But y'all ain't gonna do nothing. Oh my. Okay. Oh my. All right. Kendrick, <laughs> the spotlight's on you, my good brother. You seem like I said something wrong. Who is your <laughs> Who is your divisional leader, Kendrick? Okay. Who Let's I want to be the who, who I want to be the divisional leader? No, yeah. not who you want. We know who you want to win. <laughs> Listen, I, you can I finish? Can, can I finish? That's why I started. Oh, let's finish, man. We gotta finish. I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I'm actually put, I'm gonna put my bias aside. Personally, I think the Washington football team also have has a great chance to be number one. And then who's going to be last? I ain't gonna lie, it could be us. As painful as that for me to say, it hurts. But... I would say, yeah, I would say the Eagles would probably be last. Hopefully not. I feel like they're not going to do as bad as people say. I feel like the Cowboys are gonna be third, and the Giants gonna fall in the second. I feel like the Giants, Giants could be number one. You know, all honesty, I feel like you guys. All y'all got a chance to be number one. That's how bad the division is. Okay. And you always got a chance to be number two, player. Don't even worry about it. (laughs) You damn right, because we'd be the we'd be the Chiefs. You're absolutely right about that. Hey. Okay. All right. Listen. Listen. We're gonna transition now to the NFC NFC North. So who I'm gonna throw uh Chris. Chris, who's your divisional leader in the NFC North or who's at the bottom for you, Chris? This is gonna be a good Bro, one. 
Aaron Rodgers came back, so the Packers is one of the draw. Mm-hmm. When they say more hashtag last dance, right? Hashtag last sure dance. is the last dance. Last, last dance. dance. Yeah. Uh, second, I don't know. I don't even like the Bears. I don't like what the Bears are doing, but they might be second, to be honest with you, because the Vikings ain't do no better either. So they third, and then the Lions are going to be fourth. It's pretty tricky, pretty, pretty tricky with this one. I mean, I'm gonna let Mara, who is your divisional leader for the NFC North? Who's at the bottom for you? Packers at the uh, top, Minnesota at the bottom. Minnesota at the bottom. Kendrick, are you echoing those same sentiments or you have a little bit different? No, I got the Bears at the bottom and Packers on top. Okay, okay, all right. So we're going to transition to the NFC South. <laughs> Mar, who do you have as a division leader for the NFC South, and who do you have at the bottom? That's Brady and them, right? Really? Yeah. Oh, all right, all right. That's Brady, Brady won. Brady and won. Me. And then in New Orleans, fourth. That? I didn't expect that. I know. Wow. I did. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Oh, Mar, you want to get some explanation to that, sir? Who's throwing the – who's tossing the pigskin? Good point. My man, Jameis Winston, he got his eye surgery, bro. Oh, man, I forgot. I forgot, Jameis. Wow. No, that's self-explanatory. Okay. Uh, Chris, who, who who's who's your divisional leader? Who's at the bottom? All right, so Tampa Bay number one, that's easy. Uh, uh, I'm going to say number two. I honestly want to say the Carolina Panthers want number two because I like, I like the team they got over there. I really want Sam Darn to do well. I really do. So okay. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Carolina number two. Okay. I no. no, I definitely like I'm it. A, I'm gonna go Saints three and who was the last team I didn't name? Atlanta. Atlanta. Well yeah, they yep, they fourth. I forgot that I don't know what I forgot. They ain't doing nothing. They ain't doing nothing. Kendrick, what what give me your top to bottom. Division leader uh, to the absolute bottom. I'm gonna be honest. I'm a, It's the same thing as what Christian said. You know, Buccaneers to the Panthers, right to the Saints, and then Bowen in the fourth is the Falcons. Panthers okay. gonna be nice. Watch out. The Panthers gonna be nice. That defense is gonna be some vicious. I'm saying they they, they gonna. I don't. I listen. I just need Sam Darn. I need him to do good. I need him to do great. I just need him to do good, and he'll be set. And my man Christian McCaffrey coming back off that injury. Right, he right, coming right, with right, a vengeance. Right, right, you know he's That bull. That man. Listen, all right, we go go to the last the last part of this topic, the NSC West. There's gonna be a lot of different answers for this one I could tell. But I'm gonna start off with Kendrick. Kendrick, from top to bottom, who is your division leader to the absolute bottom? Cardinals first, 49ers last, mm-hmm. Seahawks third, mm-hmm. Rams second. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Uh I mean Chris, uh what what's your top to bottom looking like in the in the NFC West? I'm going Rams first. Um, I'm gonna go Seahawks second. I want to put the Cardinal. I want to put the Cardinals third and the Four Niners fourth. I want to, but with the Cardinals, I'm scared because even though they added JJ Watt and stuff, they still lost Hassan Riddick and Pat and Patrick pa- Peterson. So those those are two key parts of the defense. And Hassan Riddick had a career year before he left. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, they added AJ sure. Green, which is good. They did AJ Green, which is who's another good receiver, and Kyle Murray's probably still going to improve. But I mean, we saw what they did last year. They did really good in the first half of the season. They had a collapse because of their defense. Right. Okay. All right. That not, listen, I don't disagree with it. I think it's pretty sound. I mean, Mar, you know, last but not least, you know, from your top to bottom, who's your division leader to the absolute bottom? Uh, Rams, Seahawks. 49ers, then the Cardinals. Okay. All right. I like each and every answer, and that concludes quick, episode. Quick question. Just quick question. What? Does anybody know if there's ever been any time in NFL where all four teams from the same division made the postseason? Is that even mathematically possible? <laughs> I don't know. But I, mean, I, I feel, like, I feel I mean, like it's not. I feel like well, it I, is. Because I, I, I'm just looking at – I'm just thinking about every team in the NFC West, and even though we're, like, grading them, they each have a legitimate shot at being in the right. postseason. I could see all of them being in the postseason. 
Has has that happened? I feel like that's a research. Yeah, I, we I had we had to look into that. I feel like then, it might have happened. Put a, then like, they put an extra seed in. No, they, they put, put an extra game in. They already they already added the extra seed last year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the extra seed in last year, so I really think it could happen moving forward. Oh, oh, well, now yeah. No. Yeah, I, okay. I really feel like every team is going to make the playoffs. I feel like I, I really have a strong feeling. All right, that's that's listen, listen. That concludes episode 49 of the Restricted Zone podcast. I want to give it. A great thank you to each and every single one of you guys. Thanks a lot, Chris. Thanks a lot, Kendrick. Thanks a lot, Mar. Really appreciate you guys hopping on the episode, man. Uh, we definitely appreciate the people that tune into us, that support us on Instagram, you know, that stream our episodes, whether it be Apple, Spotify, and et cetera. You can also follow us on Instagram and the people inside the episode individually. That'll be inside the uh that'll be inside the description below. And uh, our Instagram is at restricted zone pod. So definitely follow us, you know, DM us on what topics you think we should talk about, and we'll definitely try and get to that. So thank you. Have a blessed day, everyone, and stay safe.